We are continuing our uh, quick 20-minute halacha shir. So we touched on something last week that I want to uh, discuss a little bit more. Last week we were discussing the mitzvah of hadlakas neros, lighting Shabbos candles. And the issue, of course, of the 18 minutes came up. So let's address that on a more broad topic of what's the deal with the 18 minutes anyway? Where did it come from? How do we relate to it? When does Shabbos actually start? And all the issues related to that. So there are a couple of points that are... Uh, very practical. They come up literally every week and they're important to be aware of uh, this idea. So the main, the main focus that we want to understand is when exactly does Shabbos start? What is the starting point? And this is really a massive, massive halachic discussion. It is anything but simple. It is actually quite complicated, many different opinions. So what I'm going to present, I'm giving as a disclaimer right from the beginning, a simplified concept on the way that we practice, even though in reality it's far more complicated, but this is the, uh, the gist of it as far as, as, we, as we practice. And the idea goes as follows. We know that in Jewish law, every day actually begins at night. So Shabbos, of course, begins at night. Every Yontav begins at night. A Hebrew birthday begins at night. The halachic day begins at night. Now, what that means is there are a couple of important points of demarcation on the daily or hourly calendar that we need to know. The first is sunset which is represented when the sun actually dips below the horizon. And the second, which is known in Hebrew as Shkia, and the second point is known as Tzesach Kochavim, when the stars come out, or in English, nightfall. Now, what's relevant about that is that we basically pretty much have, I don't, even this, there's no consensus. There's like, this is how we practice. Anything prior to sunset is day. The sun is still up. You can see it. It has not yet dipped. It's not sunset yet. That's clearly still day. By the time we get to nightfall, where I can see stars, it's clearly already then the next day, and night has begun. The question is, what happens in between sunset and nightfall? What is that period? Is it still part of the previous day? Is it part of the next day? Is it an in-between no-man's land? What's the status of that point in time? Now, that's very relevant in almost every aspect of Jewish law. Let's just use Shabbos as an example. So if it's before sunset, I know it's still Friday. I can do whatever I need. Once the stars have come out, I know it's Shabbos and all the prohibitions of Shabbos begin. But in between sunset and nightfall, what's that status? The Gemara actually phrases this in a uh, tremendous dispute of whether or not, theologically almost, or in terms of in theory, is it that day switches to night instantaneously? And there's a split second where we switch from Friday to Shabbos. Or does it actually take place over a period of time? There's actually an in-between time that day turns to night. That question of whether or not there's an instantaneous moment or whether or not there's a long, drawn-out switch is a major discussion in the Gemara. In practice, we treat it as follows. As far as all purposes go, once sunset begins and we've hit Shkia, we assume it's already the next day. We don't take any chances and we already will consider it Shabbos. So that when Shabbos begins on the way in, already from sunset, since we don't know exactly what's going to go on in between sunset and nightfall, we already treat it like Shabbos. On the back end of Shabbos, we are stringent going the other way. 
and we wait all the way until nightfall, even though we began Shabbos at sunset, we're going to end Shabbos at nightfall, at Seisach Kochavim, when the stars come out and it's completely dark. And that's the answer to the question of, why is Shabbos 25 hours long? Shouldn't it only be one day? So whenever you began, you should end it the following day. And the answer is because of this in-between period between sunset and nightfall, we're, we're stringent on both sides of the equation, which means that we begin Shabbos at sunset and we're going to end Shabbos at nightfall 25 hours later. What does this have to do with our 18 minutes? So we, for all intents and purposes, begin Shabbos because of this at sunset, at Shkia, and that's the point when Shabbos will begin with you or without you at that point, whether you've lit candles, you made Kiddush, you want it, you don't want it, Shabbos begins at sunset. Now, there's a concept called Tosefes Shabbos, which means adding on to the sanctity of Shabbos. This comes from a Gemara which is quoted in a couple of different places where the Gemara has a discussion about, and the springboard of the discussion is actually Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur we know is on the 10th day of the month of Tishrei, but there's a Pasuk in the Chumash which describes Me'erev <clears throat> on the 9th of the month, Me'erev <clears throat> ad Erev, from nightfall to nightfall you will fast. And the Gemara is very troubled by the fact that the Pasuk seems to imply that the fast of Tishrei of uh, Yom Kippur. Did I say Tisha B'Av earlier? I meant to say Yom Kippur. That the fast of Yom Kippur begins on the 9th. We know that Yom Kippur is on the 10th of Tishrei. So the Gemara derives from the fact that a Pasuk refers to it as beginning already on the 9th that there's a mitzvah to add on to the sanctity of the day. That it shouldn't be that you begin the fast and begin the sanctity of Yom Kippur just when the sun sets, but that already from the ninth, prior to when the sun sets, you need to already add from that day, which is a weekday, add from that weekday, add to the sanctity of Yom Kippur and make that a part of Yom Kippur, begin the fast, begin the sanctity of the day, even before the day actually begins. And this rule would require that we begin Yom Kippur a few minutes prior to sunset, a few minutes prior to Shkia, we already stop eating and we already take in the sanctity of the day. That same Gemara derives because the word Shabbos is used in regards to Yom Kippur, that this concept of Tosefa Shabbos is not only a Yom Kippur concept, but it's a Shabbos every week concept in which we have a mitzvah to add from the weekday of Friday and add from that to the sanctity of Shabbos, both in the beginning and at the end. And this is why we take in Shabbos a little early and we try to delay ending Shabbos a few minutes on the back end. We know the quick running to Avdalah. We're supposed to add a little bit both in the beginning and in the end. And for an obvious reason, it, it expresses the love, the excitement, the desire that we have for the sanctity of Shabbos. We don't want to delay it till the last minute on the way in, and we don't want to shove it out the door on the back end. So we add a little bit. What level is this mitzvah of adding it? Many, many Rishonim understand it as a mitzvah de'oraisa, a Torah mitzvah. 
derived, as I quoted from the Pesukim regarding Yom Kippur, that it's a Torah obligation to add a little bit before and a Torah obligation to add a little bit after. There are some who understand it only as rabbinic, but either way, in practice, we have a mitzvah to add in a little bit. Now that would mean, let's say, Shab, uh, Shkia sunset this past week, I believe, was at 8.24. So when Shkia is at 8.24, so we have a mitzvah to take in Shabbos a few minutes before that in order to fulfill this concept of Tosefes Shabbos. How much before does one have to take in Shabbos to fulfill this mitzvah of bringing in the sanctity of Shabbos early? So the Shulchan Aruch writes, the actual requirement is very little, just something significant, three minutes or so, would be already sufficient. As long as you didn't wait to the last minute of sunset to take in Shabbos, you had some chunk of time that was noticeable, even as little as three minutes, then you would have fulfilled this mitzvah of bringing in Shabbos a little bit early, of taking it in before sunset. However, many communities developed various customs to have a specific amount of time to take in Shabbos early to fulfill this mitzvah of Tosefes Shabbos, of bringing in Shabbos early. And you, uh, anyone who's ever been in Yerushalayim for Shabbos will know that the siren blows 40 minutes before Shabbos. The minig in Yerushalayim is to fulfill this mitzvah of taking in Shabbos early, not three minutes, not 18 minutes, 40 minutes before Shabbos already was the minig in Yerushalayim to take in uh, Shabbos early to fulfill this particular uh, mitzvah. There are other communities in Israel which also adopted the 40 minutes. There are some communities that adopted 10 minutes. The most widespread custom, at least here in North America, became... 18 minutes. 18 minutes became the standard time to take in Shabbos early. Now, a couple of points on this. Number one, does Shabbos automatically begin 18 minutes before sunset? The answer is no. 18 minutes before sunset is what will be identified in your calendars as candle lighting time. That is the time that the Jewish communities of North America have adopted to take in Shabbos early to fulfill this mitzvah of adding from the sanctity of the weekday, taking the weekday and adding it to Shabbos. But because it is the custom of us to do so, that requires an action of taking it in. Shabbos begins on its own at sunset. Whether you made Kiddush, whether you lit candles, whether you were asleep, it doesn't matter. When Shabbos begins, Shabbos begins. But that only begins at sunset. That begins at Shkia. We have a mitzvah to add in. But that requires doing something in order to add it in. When is the custom to do so? 18 minutes. By the way, why did 18 minutes become the standard bearer of when to add it in? So there are a couple of reasons that are added, mostly um, from the halachic time of what's known as a mill. A mill was the amount of time that it took to walk about a thousand paces. It's based on the uh, Roman system that the uh, that was in in use at the time of the. Uh, of the Gemara, and it's used for many different structures of, of the usage of time. And uh, the Gemara records that in the in the times of the second base of Mikdash, they used to blow uh, various shofar blasts in Yerushalayim to let people know that it was almost time for Shabbos. They had a series of shofar blasts, three and then three. They would blow um, when it was time to light candles, and then they 
would blow when it was actually the beginning of Shabbos. The people knew how much time they had, and they, and many understand based on that Gemara that the amount of time between when they would first blow to tell people to start lighting candles and when they would blow the final blast to say that's it, Shabbos just began was about 18 minutes based on the amount of time that it took to walk a mill. So there was an old, ancient custom of about 18 minutes or so uh, to do so. And, uh, that, and that developed as, uh, as the amount of time that it took to walk a uh, to walk a uh, a walk a mill was about eighteen minutes, and that became the standard bear of how much time to add. So let's say the eighteen minutes come, right? Shkia was again at like eight twenty four or so, and now it's eight oh eight or eight oh eight ten, whatever the time is. We're getting close to the eighteen minutes. Um, eight oh six, I guess officially. So. It's 8.06, I'm not ready to light. So did it become Shabbos yet? So the answer is, no, it doesn't become Shabbos automatically until sunset. It doesn't become Shabbos automatically. But in order to fulfill this mitzvah of adding in, we took upon ourselves to light 18 minutes before. So if a person's not ready, they still have, it's not yet Shabbos, it's just not until you take it. How do you accept upon yourself Shabbos? So there are a couple of ways to do so. The best way to do so is with an action. For a man, or a woman for that matter, it would be actually davening mariv. When you say baruchu, you say mizmor shirli omar shabbos, the act of davening, uh, the end of Kabbalah shabbos, l'chadodi, turning around, but there are certain points in davening which are active beginnings of Shabbos. Lighting candles is, of course, the most obvious and basic way of declaring that you're taking in Shabbos. You could verbally declare, I'm taking in Shabbos. And there's discussion whether or not if a person has a mental uh, thought, if I want if that's enough to actually take in Shabbos or not. But for sure, verbally, davening, lighting candles, all of those things take in Shabbos through those actions, and then Shabbos now begins. You should know the status of Shabbos during this mitzvah is different than once sunset hit. The prohibitions, the severe prohibitions and punishments the Torah talks about for violating Shabbos, those only begin when Shabbos actually starts because it's the seventh day of the calendar. A Jew who takes in Shabbos early even though it's now Shabbos, the level of violation of the prohibition of punishment for a person who violates it is less because this is just the time of a positive mitzvah of adding the sanctity of Shabbos, but it's not yet actually the seventh day. And there are amazing, amazing, amazing halachic discussions about a person who took in Shabbos early and then forgot to count Svira from the previous day, or if a baby is born and a family took in Shabbos, like, what day is it? Is it Friday or is it Shabbos? It's still light outside, but we took in Shabbos. What's the the baby's birthday? Massive, massive, fantastic questions that come up in halacha when a Jew takes in Shabbos early. It's still Friday, but I made it Shabbos. So does that make it the seventh day or is it still the sixth day of the week? Like what, what do we do with that? But in, for intents and purposes, it's Shabbos. You made it Shabbos and therefore all the restrictions and prohibitions of Shabbos begin with one major, major, major exception. And that is not everyone in the house is required to take in Shabbos at the same time. Everyone has a mitzvah to take it in early, but when one person lights candles, that doesn't necessarily mean it's Shabbos for everybody unless they agree to be part of that. If, let's say, a husband is planning on going to shul, his wife can light candles, make Shabbos, and he can get in his car and drive to shul. Just because she took in Shabbos doesn't mean I have to take in Shabbos and vice versa. A husband who goes to daven early, 
davens and accepts Shabbos and Shul, and his wife is still home, and it's not yet at the uh, Shkia, and she's not yet rich. She doesn't have to take in Shabbos just because he took in Shabbos. Everybody needs to fulfill this mitzvah on their own by taking in Shabbos when they're ready. They can agree to all do it at the same time, but it doesn't have to be that way. Now, this is less relevant in the winter months where the time to daven is the time to light because it's so early in the summer months. Um, we, you know, the Shkia doesn't come till 8.24, but Minyan is at 7, Minyan is at 6.45, you can make Shabbos. There's plenty of time to make Shabbos earlier, and not everybody has to take it in uh, at the exact uh, at the exact same time. So all of that is to say, um, we have a mitzvah to bring in Shabbos early. The standard, the minhag in our communities is 18 minutes. Some communities have 10 minutes. Some communities have 40 minutes. The most basic standard community in North America is 18 minutes. That is the recommended minhag of when to take in Shabbos early to fulfill this mitzvah. If a person lights five minutes before Shkia, okay, they at least got five minutes in. It would have been better to get 18, but they at least got five. Three is really the minimal amount three minutes before sunset. So if you see what candlelighting time is, 15 minutes from then, that's really your last point in time. That's too close already. You know, once you get beyond that, too close to Shabbos, you know, you really are, that's what, that's your, your, your last, really in your mind, time to be able to light. But if you light 17 minutes, 15 minutes, you're not always exactly ready at 18 minutes, it's okay. The more the better. You want to take in Shabbos 20 minutes early? You could take in Shabbos 20 minutes early, as long as it's after the time known as Plag Mincha which is worth looking up on your like myzmanim.com to make sure that you're after Plag Mincha. That's generally the earliest. Now, let's say it's 9 o'clock in the morning. Somebody wants to light Shabbos candles. That's too early. You can't take in Shabbos. It has to be already later in the afternoon, the time known as Plag Mincha. But any time after that, a person can accept upon themselves Shabbos. One person taking in Shabbos in the house does not necessarily make it Shabbos for everyone else. It's recommended that everybody should take in Shabbos together. It's weird. This one's still on the phone and this one lit Shabbos candles, but it, it doesn't have to go all together. That's a general practice. When the woman of the house is about to light candles, it should be an announcement goes out. We're lighting candles. We're taking in Shabbos. And then everybody does it together. But if one person's not ready, they can still say, I'm going to take, I need five more minutes. I need to get out of the shower. Whatever the case may be. Or the husband wants to drive to shul. But that is the, the concept of lighting 18 minutes before is the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Tosef Shabbos, adding a little bit of the weekday into our Shabbos. Our general custom is to do so 18 minutes before. But that window of time, it's not yet Shabbos. And until you light and take in Shabbos, it's not Shabbos if you have last minute things to do. But the 18 minutes builds in the fence that we all need to make sure that we are actually ready before sunset comes, because really our first point of a goal is 18 minutes. If we miss that, okay, but that's the goal. Always to be ready 18 minutes before. Those are a couple of thoughts on uh, the 18 minutes. I think I covered everything that I wanted to, uh, to address. Any questions or comments, happy to uh, talk them through. Okay. Wishing everybody an awesome day, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Thank you very much, Rabbi. Thank Pleasure. You.